Watching that start. Oh, oh see, very funny. Charles very cares funny. about the holiday. Oh my You're the God. only one, Kai. You're the Somebody only has one. to be Scrooge. Somebody has to be the Grinch, and that's me. I'm Kai yes. Rizdal. Welcome back to Make Me Smart. Make it the day make sense. <laughs> Friday, 8 December is where we are on the calendar. <laughs> and I'm Kimberly Adams. Thank you for everyone. Thank you everyone for joining us on our happy hour, our YouTube live stream, which we like to call Economics on Tap. It is our last episode of the year, and some of us are in the holiday spirit. Some of us. I, it's it's Jasper. No way. Jasper on. even has a bow. I don't know if you can see it. The mic's uh, it, in the it, way. It, but Jasper not, has a bow. It, it's not that I'm not in the holiday spirit. I just don't manifest the way you do. That's, I mean, you know you what? Know, that's fair. That's fair. Everyone right. holidays in their own way. That's, that's fair. That is right. That's very that fair. Right. Sarah Slosher says she loves your tiara. <laughs> Thank you. It's a fascinator. Kai actually got that right before the show. He figured it out. He was pretty, well, close. Well, close to. I was, I was close almost to right. I called it, what did I call almost. it? A spectator? Yeah. Yes, you called it a spectator. I but I mean, it's I like, know. it's a synonym ish. Yeah. Yeah. I, right? I'd go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you uh, drinking? Uh, what am I? Do? I'm having a cup. <laughs> I'm going to out myself here. So uh, I'm having a cup of coffee. You're blocking the view. You're blocking the well, view. There's something wait. in front oh, of block- the camera. Oh, so, got- so, all right. So the way I have to do this is that. Okay. Right, hang, on. hang on, hang on, hang on. So my setup here, so I don't have to schlep my Marketplace laptop home, is I do, I put my iPad up on a couple of um, boxes in the shed. I have a lot of boxes in the shed. And then I prop my phone on top of that to get the YouTube comments. And I just had, I had the phone too <laughs> close to the thing. Anyway, so I'm having a cup of coffee in a, in a Starbucks California mug. I have to, I have to drive later, mm. in fact, right after this thing. In fact, right after we do this pod, uh, I'm going to see Ben Tolliday for a project we're working on. Oh, Ben uh, Tolliday, yes, yay. Yes, Ben, ben is, uh, he's got himself set up in, a, in his own studio in like a garage. It's really great. I was there a couple of months ago tracking stuff for him. Um, anyway, mm. uh, I have to drive, so I'm not going to drink. But I'm having a cup of coffee in a Starbucks California mug that, okay, don't judge me, was sitting on the curb in front of our neighbor's house for like a week and a half. And I enjoy a good coffee mug. And so Look, after a week and a half, it. I took it and I put it in the dishwasher and now I use it. Hey, reduce, reuse, recycle. I'm here for there it. There you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> anyway, what are you um, drinking? I am having something called, you know, I realized that apparently, and this is, you know, people think I know a lot about cocktails, but I know a lot less than people think. There are apparently rules to which cocktails are supposed to be shaken and which ones are supposed to be stirred based on like what the ingredients are. I didn't know that. Um, But anyway, this is a stone fence. Um, It is apple brandy, apple cider with a dash of Angostura bitters. And it felt very huh. like it's a little fall, but I like apple cider in the winter. So, and I don't really want a hot drink. So that, that's what I'm drinking. It, is that the whole? Uh, you don't want to like bruise the gin if you if you shake a martini or whatever the hell it is, right? I have no idea. Gin is the devil. Right, me neither. Me, me neither. Yeah, shaking not uh, good. Said double oh seven. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right, let's see what everybody's drinking. Uh, Oh, Susanna has a cream soda diet Dr. Pepper. I was just reading an article about uh, Dr. Pepper because uh, it was like talking about how the ingredients are still so secret, secret. And, you know, uh, 
it, it was like developed for medicine first or something like that. Anyway, yeah. love it. Uh, Zevia creamy root beer here in D.C. that Ellie is drinking. Phil is having a dirty martini with devil gin. Yes, it is the devil. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, my Wait, Scott, uh, Scott Veters, and I'm sorry I'm probably mispronouncing your name. He's having water at 30,000 feet, give or take a few feet. That's so wild. Somebody's listening to this or watching this in an airplane. That's freaking wild. Love that. In air Wi-Fi. That's amazing. All right. Let's see. Oh, and uh, Kevin in Raleigh says, no beverage for me tonight, but happy Hanukkah. And he has apple cake. And that apple cake oh, looks go. delicious and had latkes oh, for dinner. Well, happy well, Hanukkah, well, Kevin. Happy That's Hanukkah, wonderful. Everybody. All De right. and De uh, decaf? I don't even know what that is. Delta Wi-Fi. That's how you say it. Weeders probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. Delta Wi-Fi. Yeah. There it's like a... Cool. I think it's a coffee liqueur, if I'm not mistaken. Um, hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, Trader Joe's cheap beer for Christopher King. Love it. All right. Trader uh, Joe's has some really some good news. beers. But anyway, yes, let's get to some news. Let's get to some news. Oh, wait, one more drink. Jonathan Evans is okay. uh, drinking something called a change of address, a non-alcoholic cocktail from Eric Nelson. Three-fourths an ounce lemon juice, three-fourths an ounce maple syrup, one teaspoon soy sauce. You shake it. And pour it and add three ounces of Coca-Cola. That sounds fascinating. Huh. I, I want to hear more I'm, about I'm, this I'm and a, how it actually I'm tastes. No. I'm okay. No. All right. What's your news, Kai? Okay. So I will give you the item and then I will tell you why I picked it. From the New York Times today, updated at 4.12 p.m. Eastern Time. The head of the OPEC oil cartel, the New York Times writes, alarmed that nations gathered at the United Nations Climate Summit in Dubai are considering an agreement to phase out fossil fuels. The head of OPEC has directed the group's members to scuttle any oil deal that would affect the continued production of sa and sales of oil, gas, and coal. Now, obviously, if we're not going to set the planet more on fire, we have to phase out the production of oil, gas, and coal. So that's just ridiculous on its face. But here's why I bring it up. If we are going to solve any of the intractable problems that face this country and the planet, whether it's global warming or hmm, the threat to democracy here at home or our budget deficit or how we treat the poor or anything, people are going to have to vote against their own self-interest. We're just going to have mm. to do that. And yeah. and. That's what leadership is, convincing those who are part of your group or who have elected you or chosen you that you have to vote against your self-interest sometimes. And it's it, that's what leadership is. You have to compromise. This is, and that's why this one's I was talking. Sorry, that's... I was talking to uh, my best friend a, a couple days ago about... Um, Social Security taxes, because we have the right. most thrilling of all conversations. <laughs> um, but, you know, this idea of whether or not people who make more money should continue paying Social Security taxes on that oh money. Yes. And right? I make a bit more money than she does. She was like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. People who make more money, because then the system would be that would, it would fix the problem. Right. Right. And it's like it's against my own self-interest for me to pay more taxes. But I know that in the aggregate, it would fix 
that problem that is a looming crisis. Granted, I get it. There's government waste. There's gov- there's abuse, and, and our tax dollars could be used more effectively. But there are it, it, it's it seems like an easy fix, and yeah, it, it's against my it, own self interest. But it, it would work. <laughs> That, that that's such a good example. It is absolutely insane, and I'm I'm googling this. I don't happen to just know it. It's insane that in 2024 the Social Security wage base limit is set to rise to $168,600. That is to say, taxpayers in this country will only pay Social Security taxes on the first $168,600 that they make. It is crazy that I'm not taxed on way more than that. It's even more crazy that people who make more than I do aren't taxed on way more than that. It's it's absolutely bananas. It's totally regressive. It does nothing for the social problems of this. It's a, I, oh, it makes me crazy. <laughs> makes me crazy. So, yes. Uh, so, anyway. the yes, there's that. Um, hold on. I want to see what comments people have about this because I'm sure people have big thoughts. Uh, (laughs) Jeff Bezos. Yes. Uh, Xbelix143 says, yes, we have to trust people that they're trying to do the right thing with the money, not highlight the outlying abuses. Yeah. Um, People in Nordic. Oh, Jason Hildreth says people in Nordic countries spend 50 percent on taxes and get health care, retirement and education. Here I spend 33 percent and get none of those things. Take the extra 27 percent. I'm fine with it. That's an interesting way to put it. Okay. Um, My news is uh, a bit more uplifting. So uh, sickle cell anemia is a disease that just has ravaged the black community. It's one of these diseases that pretty much only affects black people and for a long time was under-researched, understudied. And I mean, I, I grew up with kids who, who died of yeah. this disease and, it, and, it, and you suffer. And not everybody dies, but it's, it's a bad disease. Anyway, uh, it's, it's very painful and, and it's typically manifesting kids. Anyway, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, reading from Reuters here, on Friday approved two gene therapies for sickle cell disease, making one of them the first treatment in the United States based on the Nobel Prize winning CRISPR gene editing technology. This is a huge deal and it is science fixing a problem um, in, they describe sickle cell disease as a painful inherited blood disorder in which the body makes flawed sickle cell-shaped hemoglobin, impairing the ability of red blood cells to properly carry oxygen to the body's tissues. The disease, which can be de- debilitating and lead to premature deaths, affects an estimated 100,000 people in the United States, most of whom are black. This uh, It has a list price of $2.2 million to $3.1 million, um, I'm guessing. Maybe that they'll end up getting covered by insurance. I don't know, yeah. but that's it's it's a life saving thing. Um, so in the show notes, I've I've linked to a couple of articles about this, including a really nice piece in Stat News um, from a woman named Jennifer Fields, black woman who says she has lived with sickle cell disease for thirty nine years, and yeah. talks about how I'll I'll just read what she says. 
um, you know, these gene therapies. Yet I find myself teetering between excitement and skepticism. I am thrilled that research for sickle cell disease treatments and possible cures has blossomed. However, I worry that the celebration around this approval is ignoring a significant barrier, a historic legacy of medical mistrust. And she goes on to describe all of the very valid reasons that um, black people have to question the medical establishment. And that's going to be part of the effort, you know, as as this um, treatment gets rolled out. So anyway, that's my news. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. And if you didn't hear them, and I'm going to guess that most listeners to this podcast are listeners to, to Morning Edition and All Things Considered. Rob Stein at Morning Edition a couple of times over the past year-ish mm-hmm. has done feature stories on this one woman who uh, has sick, has or had, because it got fixed, I guess had I think she sickle had cell. it. Because she right. was one of the right, um, right. She testing. was one of the she was one of the clinical trials, right? Clinical so trials she had sickle cell, and and yeah, and Rob went through and described her life, and and she described in vivid terms how painful it is. And then when the trial worked on her, he went back and talked to her. It was a really good set of stories. So props to to Rob yeah, for doing that for sure. Those were yeah. great stories. Yeah. So yep. anyway, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, in memory of the little girl who I who I went to church with growing up who did not survive the disease, I'm really happy oh, that this uh, happened. Yeah, that's great. That's great. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, come back and uh, do a little half full, half empty. Okay, Half Full, Half Empty, which is our wonderful game hosted by the also wonderful Drew Jostad. Drew, are you in holiday attire? I know we can't see you, but you're holidaying it, right? So I can just pretend that I am? (laughs) Yeah, you you should have lied. You should have (laughs) lied. You should have lied. Go for it, Drew. According to Adobe Analytics, excuse me, um, sales using buy now, pay later, uh, hit a record 940 million this past Cyber Monday. Are you half full or half empty? Go ahead. I'm thinking. You go ahead. Okay. So, so here's what I think. Um, uh, I think it's great that consumers still want to buy stuff. I think it's uh, uh, helpful to them if they have the means and the attentiveness to their finances to actually do the paying later. But there be dragons if you don't keep up. So with with a very cautious eye toward personal finance, uh, I'm half full. I'm going to have to go half crowd. empty. Yeah, the, the crowd is with you. The crowd is definitely not with me. I, I, I just it, it feels like a burgeoning payday loan situation, you know, yeah. where people with the least resources end up in these systems that in look i've used buy now pay later uh you know systems and and it's nice to be able to spread out those payments again if you can pay it off in time if you have the resource and and if no emergency comes up you know if i had lost mm-hmm. my job in the middle of that that would have really messed me up but i just worry that so many people are kind of living at the edge of their incomes already and i you know never envy this time of year parents with small children who are trying to do their best to make christmas special for their kids or hanukkah special for their kids and stretching 
a bit more than maybe they otherwise would. And I just, it's, it's nice that this is available, but I, I worry about it. So I got to go half empty. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Drew, what's next? Half full or half empty on white elephant gift parties. I've never understood them. <laughs> half empty. Just, just stop. That's it. Sorry. Did I give that away too fast? <sighs> I'm half empty also with the caveat that I do have a little set of plates that I got as a white elephant gift at a party that I actually love. And I've used them for years and years and years, but I, I do not need to participate in anymore. Uh, half empty. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Half full or half empty on holiday sweaters. Like the ugly sweaters or just like themed yeah. sweaters? Well, <laughs> ugly's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? This is so true. Look at you. Sage advice coming from Drew today. Uh, half full. I, I, You know I love a good theme and festivities and outfits and dressing up. So obviously I'm half full. Can I have no opinion? Because I don't have an opinion yeah. on this. I have no opinion. Okay. I'm, I'm, there you go. I'm even keeled. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jin Peps, Peck says, uh-oh, Kai's face incoming. <laughs> Yeah, they were well. worried about your reaction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So glad we're doing video. So glad we're doing video. Anyway, okay. What's next? Half full or half empty on the rise of inflatable yard decor for the holidays. <sighs> so empty. <sighs> yeah, so it's empty. a little much. And let me just expand this to those 12-foot-tall scary things on Halloween. And this is not about scary things. It's about 12-foot-tall things. Just being there. What was I just, the name it's of that skeleton that everybody had yeah, uh, yeah, that was going I, viral? I yeah. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. Just, yeah, I've just, it just, there's, uh, I enjoy house decorating as much as the next guy, you know? I mean, my Christmas lights have been out front for, you know, a week and a half, and the house gets decorated. We're getting the tree tomorrow, and everything's going to happen inside. But yeah, I don't, we don't need those inflatable big puffy things. Just no. It's 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 not my particular style of holiday decor, but you know I don't want to yuck somebody else's yum. I mean I, I, I you know you can make the sustainability argument, but I have my plastic tree downstairs, and I cut. There are many branches of trees cut down to <laughs> do my little decorations that I've got behind me. So, you know, glass houses got nothing. Fair enough. All right, let's gonna ask. We're gonna ask the poll on this next one. Oh, all right, poll question. All people. right, poll, poll, poll. Everybody in the YouTube live ch stream who is able and can safely do so, assuming you're not driving, uh, please participate. And while you are doing so, please give us a thumbs up, a like, a follow, all those great things. All right, the yearly question: Are you half full or half empty on those office holiday parties? <laughs> um. Very there was a great story about this uh, that I heard the other day where they were basically like giving the rules of, you know, how to not, you know, mess up your life at the holiday office party. You know, it's been interesting in D.C. Um, 
a lot of the holiday parties have been can't there are a lot of holiday parties in DC because the lobbying groups and the industry groups which are often the same things uh, the nonprofits the think tanks everybody has a holiday party not to mention you have the individual holiday parties and sometimes these things get so extravagant I'm thinking we're like in the capital city in Hunger Games you know like living <laughs> it up here um, but I sometimes it really does feel like that I don't know if you have you seen the Hunger Games movies. Yes, I have. Saw the new one, actually. So you know, the, you know the second movie where, like, after, you know, she survived the, the Hunger Games and they go to the capital city and they're in that big party and, like, people are drinking stuff to make them throw up so that they can keep eating more yes. and it's, like, such yes. excess and it's really jarring. Yes. Sometimes when I'm in parties in D.C., it feels like that, where it's Ew. just so oh jarring. Like, the money and the excess... And the schmoozing when I know how the rest of the country is experiencing mm-hmm. the economy. Anyway, all that aside, there have been a lot of more holiday parties this year um, because a lot of them were canceled during the pandemic. So people are sort of kicking them up. They're definitely lower key, definitely more sedate than they have been in years past. But anyway, mm. um, I, I, it's, it's been interesting seeing the, the, revi- the, you know, the return of the D.C. holiday mm-hmm. parties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So, um, so what's what do you your thought think? on it? All right. So my thought is they can be fun, but there is ample, ample, ample opportunity for peril, especially for younger employees who may not have mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 the common sense, shall we say, the experience, the savoir-faire to not drink too tolerance. much, frankly. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so so look, I'm half full because I, I, I do enjoy office camaraderie, although. Sorry, smiling because people at Marketplace will say, no, he doesn't. Kai's a Grinch. Kai just stays by himself in his office and he sucks. Um, uh, <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, I'm half full. I think I, yeah, a lot of people say that. Uh, I, I think with, with due care, I'm half full. So there are a couple of really great uh, comments here. So Q, QNetX says, half full since ours raised over 700 toys to donate to Toys for Tots via the U.S. Marines. Yeah. That's great. Um, somebody else says uh, that they can't can't do it because they're working remote. Uh, Jennifer, I haven't worked for mm-hmm. a company that has had one in 15 years. Scott uh, Weeder says my coworkers live all over the country, so we don't get one. Ben Harris, the one time of year my boss is guaranteed to break out his credit card for an open bar. I am 110 percent right. right. full on getting drunk on right. his dime. Right. Right. Um, I am half full on holiday parties. I, I enjoy the marketplace get-togethers. It's nice to see colleagues. A lot of us work remotely or we're in different places. And so it's it's nice to see people. Um, and like like you said, if you can be responsible with it, you know, right. half full. Right. But it's, it's definitely risky. It's definitely risky. Yeah, All right. Totally let risky. us look at the poll results. Half empty, most people. 55%. Thanks, Emily. Uh, 55% say that they are half empty on holiday parties. 44% half full with 203 votes. Thanks, everybody, for weighing in. There we go. There we go. Thanks, Drew. All right. And with that, yes, thank you, Drew. Charlton Thorpe on the button there. Uh, that we are done for 2023. We're taking uh, the rest of the year off. Back new episodes January 8th. Are we sure? Is it January 8th? Why don't I have 11th in my calendar? 
Let's call it January 8th. We'll assume the producer is right. <laughs> Till then, sharing are some of our top episodes of the year, some of the stellar work from our colleagues across the podcast department here at Marketplace. Look for that one in your feeds because we'll be getting that to you as soon as we can. And in the meantime, if you miss us oh so much, which I'm sure you will, uh, we still want to hear from you. So if you have an, a submission for the unofficial state drinks, cocktails, or mocktails that we were talking about a couple weeks ago, you can still send those in. Also, we're curious to know your New Year's resolutions, if that's your thing. Uh, and of course, more importantly, how do you plan to keep said resolutions? Let us know. 508 You Be Smart. We're also at Make Me Smart at Marketplace.org. Make Me Smart is produced, despite what the music says, this is Make Me Smart. It's produced by Courtney Bergsick. Today's episode was engineered by Charlton Thorpe. Who has amazing taste in music, if Charles yeah. picked it. Who knows? Somebody has great taste in holiday tunes. The team behind the Friday game is Emily McCune and Antoinette Brock. Marissa Cabrera is our senior producer. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcasts. And Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital and on demand. Charles, take us out. There you go. I saw a little bounce there. See a little head bob right there? See that? I saw a that's little me. head bob. I appreciate that. <laughs> that I, I appreciate that you did that. Uh, I, should, I, I should have turned off my camera first. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.